Welcome back to the Character Corner with your host Chris and Deepom here. Uh, we're back. Uh, I can't tell you uh, what the the uh, last Character Corner we posted was because um, I honestly we're doing these so out of order that I don't know. We we have two already in the bag now. Um, there's a Thor one. This is the Batgirl one we're doing. Um, we, I know I know we do at this point. You already have the Inhumans out. Um, so there's that. I can't remember if we did another one or not. So we'll see. I don't know. But whenever you get this, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe on uh, uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music. Subscribe to Character Corner. You get all your favorite histories of characters in the movies, in the comics, and things like that. Um, you can also get these episodes on uh, our YouTube page. Go to MTR Network on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the MTR Network um, YouTube page, YouTube channel. And uh, we, we put all these into our uh, Character Corner uh, playlist so you can find them all there so um today um we're we're, we're digging into uh uh the mantle of batgirl and um we, we've already we, we were talking about this before uh this is definitely gonna be a two-parter uh, uh before we started doing yeah. this review i had to ask if i was like yeah so um do you want to save uh kate kane for later because i'm just like i don't know if we're gonna be able to get to her he's like oh no we're definitely doing a two-parter so we're doing the mental yeah. Batgirl. We're going to start with Barbara Gordon, and then we're going to jump into um, Stephanie Brown, just because I feel like those kind of connect more. And then when we come back, we'll be doing Cassandra and and Kate uh, in, the, in, the, in the second part here. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't think we have any new reviews to read on iTunes. No, sir. We can jump right into this one. So, yeah, so uh, Batgirl. So as I was going through this, um, it's so funny we started doing this. Right this week, we um, – so we're we're recording this the week that I put out that article about why uh you know uh Matt Reeves Batman film needs to have Robin in it right and one of the things we went into which is how hey you know what one of the important pieces of Batman that we've never really seen um is the family the Bat family in live action like properly done not not that crap they did with you know Joel Schumacher did but like properly done because it adds now that never it, happened huh yeah, yeah it should, that never happened yeah, valid. That's a valid excuse. Can you imagine if that film happened during uh, today's uh, world of, of social media? Because Joel Schumacher yes. really got death threats. Like that, like you think the shit that people get now is bad? Like, woo. Woo. Yeah, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was a car carrying member of the Joel Schumachers and never worked again in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> I, one of those. I was one of those. I was one of those because it was just, it was bad. Like what he did was bad. But again, um, I think so many people have this one-dimensional view of Batman and Bruce Wayne and not seeing the rest of the family. You don't see this other side of them. You know, you don't see the family. They, they argue with them. They have their problems and things like that. But there was a scene I was, I was just reading, um, I was reading some more of Gail Simone's, uh, uh, Birds of Prey. And there's a moment, I think it was during the volume two one during the death of Oracle stuff. And there's a scene where, you know, Barbara sees Oracle. She, she had just beaten up these, these, these thugs in the corner. And Batman comes down and, and gets the last one. They pull out a gun. And she's sitting there going, she's like, you know, I usually hate his, his, his lectures. And I usually hate when him getting into me. But you know what? I could probably use it today. And she's just sitting here waiting for him to, like, chastise her. He's like, so aren't you going to say how I should have seen that one coming? Aren't you going to say I should have, shouldn't be out here and, and chastise him? He's like, how about I just give you a hug? You know? And, you're, and, and that's when you hit you like, they're fucking family. Like it, there is a softer side of Bruce that a lot of people don't see. But when you're reading 
stories involving Robin, when you're reading stories involving Batgirl, Batwoman, or any of these other characters we're talking about, you see the other side of him and you see that there's way more to him than what, you know, what the portrayal of him is. And it comes out with the family, you know? And I think that's an important thing that we need to bring out. So, yeah. So, I, 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 I started, you know. 100%. Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, no, 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 I, I, sorry, I, I kind of, I was thinking about something else. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, I, I, I think that that really comes out and shows out when you're reading some of this stuff. Um, and uh, especially with Barbara, because like, again, so what did you start reading? So Barbara Gordon, uh, first appearance is Detective Comics 359, but it's another one of these characters that comes out from TV. You know, right. they they were doing, the think, the third season of the Batman TV show with uh, um, Adam West and, and Burt Ward. And they were like, hey, we, we basically, this is, you know, the SJWs back in the 60s said that we need to do some forced diversity and appeal to women. And so they created, um, they wanted to have a character that tied into the TV show and the comics. And so they created uh, Batgirl, who was Barbara Gordon. Um, and it's just so funny. Imagine again. Imagine if they did that today, and you're like, they would have been called SAWs. Yeah, they would have been she's called portrayed first. by Yvonne Craig in the uh, 66 series. Um, she was mentioned twice in the second season by uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon, and then uh, as Les Daniels from uh, ABC said, uh, it was collected. I think in 2004, the quote was, "The goal for ABC was to attract new audience members, especially idealistic young girls and less high high minded older men. They knew what they were doing." Um, Fourth diversity, I swear. Get this, get this SJW stuff out of my fucking comics. God damn it, ruining comic books. God, just saying. Yeah, it's weird, right? On the television show, she was limited the same way a lot of women were at the time. They were not allowed to fight. You watch the show, even Wonder Woman and Bionic Woman, they weren't allowed to engage in fighting on screen. Everything was choreographed to look like their dance moves would harm these opponents. Um, (laughs) Right. But this is it though. Like that's, but that's also like, yeah, they're, they're obviously things aren't going to be, it's not going to be the first thing. It's not going to be perfect, but there was a generation of girls, a generation of people who saw Batgirl on equal footing with Robin and Batman. And that was created because they wanted more viewers, including young women and lecherous old men. Oh yeah. I mean, Oh God. The, the horror of wanting to expand your fan base. Oh my God. What kind of, what kind of crazy idea is that? Yes. Yeah, one that creates fucking icons that last for decades. You know, that's what it comes in there. You know, um, let me see. Cause at one point there was, there was, that was a, the inception. Oh, I don't, don't want to say that was the inception of Barbara Gordon, but Batgirl did exist prior to Barbara Gordon. Yes. Yes. Bat uh, Kane was a sidekick to the golden age Batwoman. And Kathy Kane. And uh, her first appearance was actually Batman 139, which is in 1961. She was later retconned post-crisis to be Bet Kane, a uh, friend of the Wayne family and a fan girl, if you will, of Robin. Took on her own costume identity of Flame Bird. She's basically a joke character in Titan Quest. Let's get back to the, the back there we're here to discuss. Right, right. Um, yeah, Craig said at one point, she's like, I met young, I, I met a young woman who said, who, who say Batgirl was their role model. They say it's because it was the first time they ever felt girls could do the same thing guys could do, and sometimes better. I think that's lovely. Yeah, so for, for all the, like this, this goes back to the idea of, like, hey, listen, maybe, maybe it wasn't perfect, and they definitely did still have some sexist, misogynistic ideas of how uh, she should be able to fight and, and act, 
But um, yeah, it it worked. It 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 gave. It it was it was it was a it was a breaking a glass ceiling. It was a a first attempt at giving um. Not a first attempt, but it was giving these women another character to look at that they didn't have before. It wasn't a lot of them out there. So, yeah, maybe she wasn't it wasn't done the best way, but, hey, it was there, and it be, it became something really, really big. Um, so uh, I'll be honest here. So I didn't end up reading a lot of the early Batgirl stuff, but the reason I didn't do it, yeah, and, you know, the reason why I didn't do it is because um, I went and read the Batgirl year one. I can't remember oh, who wrote that. I can't remember who who wrote that one, but you go and find and and, and I think it was written in like 2009 or something like that. It was it was fairly recent. And the Batgirl Year One basically lays out how Barbara Gordon decided to become a uh, Batgirl and why. And that is the only stuff you need to read. If you read that, sure. you're done because you, nothing else. Like, and that was a problem. I read that, and once I read that, I was like, I can't. I know I can't read any other stuff. It's done really, really well. And to me, it works as the definitive Batgirl story because it's basically like what I love about it is it's not about being trying to be Batman. <laughs> you know, it's it's literally she decides she's going to become she wants to she wants to become a cop. But Jim is like, no, nah, that's not happening. She's like, why not? Because, well, no, you're going to you're going to do you're going to be, you know, you don't have to do that. I'm I'm a cop. You don't have to do that. I don't want you to do that. Uh, she tries to become, I think, an FBI agent, and they laugh her out saying she's too short. Not because she's a woman. She's too short. doesn't matter that she's super, super smart. They're like, oh, yeah, we can we can get, make you an agent. We can get you behind a computer. She's like, no, I want to be a field agent. I'm like, no, no, you're too you're too small. Uh, she uh, uh, is going to her, her dojo. She's learning jiu-jitsu or something like that. And her, um, uh, it was a great scene with, like, her sensei is trying to, like, say, oh, no, you're too weak or something like that. And then when he turns his back on her, he takes her, he, she takes him down and then pins his arm behind his back. And you can just see, like, her whole thing is she breaks into the JSA to leave a note for Black Canary because she wants Black Canary. Because that was her, that's actually her inspiration. Her inspiration is actually Black Canary. And right. she's trying to get back Black Canary to train her. So she breaks into the JSA. Like, it's just done really well. And she comes up with a Batgirl costume as a way, because she's going to a masquerade ball, and she wants to basically stick it to her dad. You know? And so she's going to dress up as Batgirl, and it turns out that there's, uh, an, uh, I think, Moth, uh, uh, Moth, what is it? Killer Moth. Killer Moth and somebody, I think it's somebody else, too, uh, show Firefly? up. And, um, no, for Firefly's later on in that one. Firefly's later, yeah. Yeah, he comes in later. I think it's just uh, Killer Moth and a bunch of his, like, goons. And um, she... Um, She's there to kind of stop him, and then Batman and Robin show up, <laughs> and then she gets called Batgirl, and she's like, and she's like, I don't want to be called Batgirl. And I think Robin goes like, ah, too late for that. <laughs> and Batman doesn't want them. Batman doesn't want her to. He's like, you you haven't earned the right to be a part of the Bat family or to wear that that on your. You can't you can't do that. But then secretly he has Robin helping her by giving her different stuff, like giving her um like equipment because she didn't have anything. Like she literally built everything herself. So at one point she breaks, she goes into Wayne Towers and she's gonna test out swinging from the high up. And it's so funny because Batman and Robin are across the street watching her, and Robin goes, he's like, "Man, come on! I bet you, I bet you she doesn't do it. I bet she doesn't go through with it." And Batman's just like, "You lost that bet when she walked into the building. She's definitely gonna, yep. she's definitely gonna <laughs> jump." And, it, and it's so it's so great because everything she does, it's literally it, it gives the, it gives her the feminist background. Because she is, I mean, Batgirl is a, and Barbara Girl is a feminist icon. It gives her the proper feminist background on everything she's doing is not 
because she's trying to be like a man. She wants to stay in her room. So she doesn't want Batman to help her. When he tells her to go home, don't do this, she's like, no, you can't tell me what to fucking do. Every guy always tells you what to do. I'm going to do it anyway. So Batman sees this and basically goes, all right, well, we'll just let her do what she's got to do and see how long she's going to keep doing this. I'll, tell, I'll keep telling her no, and I'll see if she has a determination to keep doing it. And he has Robin giving her, giving her things like they give her a, bite, a bat cycle. and, and Robin. <laughs> The scene with the rope's the best. Oh, which one's the ropes? When she jumps off the building and he oh, gets lined. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, he's like. Robin catches her and is like, Batman cut that because you would have torn off your hands, right. torn out your shoulders. Yeah. This is the kind of rope you use. Right. And then, and then, and then when, when he says, nope, you're not going to do this, you got to go home. Uh, can they take him back? They take her back to the, um, the Batcave and, and, you know, Batman's like asking her why she's doing all this stuff. Then he doesn't, they don't reveal them themselves. Then he leaves her, leaves her go. Uh, she's like, nope. Uh, they have her go through the um, the gauntlet that they have there, and she mm-hmm. kills one of the dummies there. And he's like, "Nope, you're not going to do this because you you're you're, you're going to kill somebody, and you're going to get yourself killed, so you can't do this." So he goes home and he tells her, "Yep, can't do this." But Robin sends her a care package that has like smoke bombs and her own little uh like um uh, uh grappling hook and line and things like that. It's like, yeah, he'll come around. And it's just it's just funny seeing how she keeps going through this. At one point, she hooks up with um she hooks up with Black Canary. Uh, to take down um, Firefly and Killer Moth because they kidnapped yeah. uh, her her father, and so it's all great. And then it ends with you know Batman kind of going, "You've earned the right," and then he reveals himself, and they they go from there. So, but no, it's I think I want to say it's like oh, how many issues is it? it's like twelve? It might be might be a whole full twelve. I'm not sure, but it is. Hold on, nine, nine. Uh, it's really really good. Like if you want a crash course on why. Uh, Barbara Gordon is Batgirl. Batgirl year one is perfectly done, in my opinion. Like that is what See, you I'm need. really glad you brought this up because I had I didn't read it for this podcast. I do own it. But um I had gone back and read some of the older Bab stuff, and her first appearance is that costume ball fighting killer moth. But right. you're right, this 2003 miniseries written by uh, Scott Beatty, Chuck Dixon, and drawn by Marcus Martin, who does amazing work. I yeah. love his work. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he absolutely killed this entire series. Um, you're right. It, 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 this is one of the things that I really liked about DC in the early 2000s was that they were kind of marvelized a lot of their characters. They said, yeah, the history is still there, but let's flesh it out some. Let's make it matter. So that one issue, what's the issue that is her original first appearance? It's 359, I believe. Detective um, Comics? Yeah, Detective Comics 359. Right? Yeah, her Detective Comics first appearance. Yeah, Detective Comics 359. Yep. So they take that one appearance and build nine issues around it. And it's mm-hmm. it's the it's the thing you didn't know you needed but you really wanted, and it gives you that marvelization of Barbara Gordon because if you go through her publication history, she was created in response to the success that they had on the television screen, and she was occasionally in the main book, but mostly she alternated backup stories with Robin, and it was interesting because I liked the year one because they aged her down, mm-hmm. like because when Barbara Gordon you meet her in nineteen was nineteen sixty seven, she's a PhD, she has. A PhD, I shoot you not in library science. Yeah, because I'm a, not sure the real thing. She's, she's a librarian. Like that's the whole thing with her. She's a librarian, and that's why she has all the access to computer. Like yeah, yeah. They, I'm not gonna lie. She's also really big on the li- like. She gives librarians really great, a, a really great like foothold. You know, it's like hey, maybe oh, yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah oh, hey, you hey. Have, yes, yes. Librarian, sure. Dewey Decimal System by day, kicking ass by night. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and also <laughs> great, great at computers because like her father just. It, 
notoriously anti-computer. And so it's just like he's a fumbling old man. That, that was the great thing of also about the uh, the year one thing was like she would always get in this new computer equipment and her dad didn't know nothing about it. She's like, "What are you doing? Like a new computer?" It's like another one already. She's like, "Yeah, because you know, uh, you, you know, or died, Dad. You know." He's like, "Okay, whatever, whatever, honey. Pops. Yeah, whatever, honey." <laughs> um, but no, you're right. Having her, having her young, makes her the same age as Robin. So even then, having uh. Uh, I I love that one scene where uh, they talk about the first time she she, she met uh, as just regular Bob, Barbara Gordon with her dad met um, Robin and, and Batman and Robin said hi to her and her dad was like don't you even think about it boy wonder like, <laughs> like, 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 like it was so good like he was like. None of your fucking life. You better, you better stay away from my daughter. And what's your name? Right, uh, right. Don't even try, boy. Wonder. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, if if if, uh, if Gordon just shot near him. Yeah. Oh man. Wait, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, man, it was so great. Uh, also, the moment when um. Like when when Jim starts seeing the, uh, the, the this girl going around as Batgirl and 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 Batman's like, "Yo, Jim, I got nothing to do with this one." I'm like, I'm just like, not me. She's not with me. He's like, "Fuck, I, I just the, the young kid is not, like the one young kid is bad enough. You don't have this girl out there." And then when uh, Jim thinks it is Barbara because uh, she leaves her hair behind and she has she has red hair, and so he thinks that. So what they do is when 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 Batman finally accepts her into the family, they have um. <laughs> Dick dress up as Barbara with a red wig <laughs> to meet so that so that um she uh Barbara can, uh, so that Batgirl could be introduced to Jim Gordon and Jim's already because he, he he thinks he he thinks he's Barbara he's like I'm not you're not gonna do this and then Barbara comes around the corner like hey dad he's like but I thought and then they just fly like <laughs> it's so good man like that nine issues it's, is it's really my only thing is they do that with every time there's a new Batman and we're like. Look, there's two of them. They can't be the same. Right. Bye bye. And then he never goes to get him. Like, come on. Like, Jim's not that bad of a detective. <laughs> I mean, at this point, though, you have you have you have this grown man with this this young kid dressed as a bat, and they both like literally jump jump off of fucking buildings around. It's like, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Just, that, that, that's the best you could say, right? But um yeah I guess yeah no 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 so yeah so the the Batgirl year one stuff is is, is, is to me is the definitive um the stuff you got to read to just to get the idea of what uh what uh how she did it I also read the um the Batgirl special number one that basically goes into uh, the last story she does before she retires so let's talk about this too because for years Batgirl was part of the continuity but she really didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. She was kind of like you're right. She had that that we we ended up getting the retconned great story of Batgirl Year One, and the most notable story she's involved with post that is the end of Batgirl. Yeah, and part of that is DC was in a weird transitional phase. Robin kind of stake his his stake with the Titans, so you couldn't add her there. She was in a weird place. You got some of the Batman stories that were happening at the time were kind of predicated on. Excuse me. The investigation of Batman as an individual, not necessarily how he fit into a family structure, and yeah, we get the Bat Batgirl special. Yeah, and which is, I mean, I, 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 not bad, but it's just another one of those things that kind of gives you 
um, her basically her last hurrah that she needs to take um, take down the guy who hurt her. I, what was the guy's name? I can't remember um, the character name in, in the book. But um, again, and, and that's and it's basically her last mission. Her, her friend Marcy comes in. It's like, no, she's back, girl. And it's like, hey, listen, you got to stop that. You're going to get yourself hurt or killed. And she's like, I got this one last mission I got to do. I got to stop this guy. Um, and there's another at the same time, there's also another woman, another uh, character going around that's killing uh, these men who have hurt women. And her goal is basically to come in and stop both of them, right? And um, again, it's not bad, but then she's, she retires after that. After that, she she hangs up her cape and cowl. Uh, and that's 1988. Um, and so you've had this time, again, you, you have uh, everything before then. You have her there, and there are stories. But like you said, nothing really stands out. Um, and this gets into uh, the next thing, which is, I, I would think, the killing joke. Because that happens right or the same year. The Batgirl year one special one. They, they, they commissioned the Batgirl special to set her up for killing Joker. Right. Um, and it's basically, you know, drags Barbara in for no reason. And you have Joker shooting Barbara. Uh, and, you know, again, I, I know people love the killing joke, but it's one of the things that goes down that maybe it's not a bad story, but the idea and damage you do to a character who. Again, you know, the Batgirl year one stuff comes so far after this stuff, right? Up to this point, you know, Batgirl really doesn't have, wasn't given the, and Barbara Gordon wasn't really given the um, respect she deserved. Really wasn't given uh, the opportunities. I mean, you had, so even around this time, because the animated series is what, 90? I think animated series is 91, 92, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so even at this point, you, you didn't even have the animated series, so you still had um, uh, the reruns of her uh, Batgirl on like the 66 Batman and things like that, but they really weren't using this character. And so you get you know the killing joke in here, and you literally have them put a bullet on his spine and cripple. What did, what did Alan Moore say? Cripple the bitch. You know? Well, not him. We've, but talked, the, we've yeah. talked at length about how right. we both feel about this story, right. and I want to say something, because I finally watched that shitty animated movie oh uh, no god that's an abomination first of all when i heard about the sex scene between nigga look see i didn't even know no i I heard about that's why i didn't watch because i we did i I didn't get warned we did we were good we did i actually did interviews with the killing joe cast right but we didn't they did the interviews before they did the screener um, and so I did the interview stuff. And then when I heard what happened at the screen, I was like, I'm gonna put these interviews out. This is trash. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch this. I'm not going to deal with this. Like it is it, the, the idea that they went and did this in 2016 after all that they've done with, they, it's like, you didn't learn. You didn't learn your fucking lesson. Not a damn thing. You know? Um, and now I will say this again, we're not going to get too much into the killing joke, but this is one of those things where a really, shitty idea and a really shitty outcome for a character happens. But I think the stuff that comes after finally gives DC purpose and actually makes Barbara Gordon into a, 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 a much better character. Um, that does not excuse what they did with the killing joke. Um, nope. but I will say, uh, shout out to John Ostrander and, and the writers afterwards that came Yo. out and, and literally, Pulled DC's ass out of the fire for this shit. Because what John Ostrander does in Suicide Squad is 
He brings in the character, and they start hinting at it. And in in in, in uh, Suicide Squad number twenty-three, uh, Oracle. And they don't reveal that it's it's actually uh, Barbara Gordon until I think number thirty-eight, uh, where they reveal that it's, it's basically Barbara Gordon is this hacker who is um, basically uh, causing problems for for criminals. So shout out to John Ostrander for basically going in and still recognizing that Barbara Gordon has has a story to tell and that there's something you can do with it because what DC did with a killing joke um, was was pathetic. There's no other way to put it. It's pathetic. Um, also, uh, John Ostrander, uh, they, it was Batman Chronicles number five. They, it's basically uh, Oracle year one. And what that yeah, story does is, did. yeah, John Ostrander and Kim Yale, they worked to f- uh, the fix what Moore did and they, they um, write a, an issue that basically gets into how Barbara became Oracle. You know, uh, even down to the fact that the, the beginning of the, 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 the issue is basically them um, taking shots at more in, 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 in DC. Probably they, 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 she, she hits a dig at Batman because Batman goes, listen, I caught him once, you know, I, I caught Joker and Barbara's in the hospital bed. And she goes, yeah, I heard you guys, you know, heard you guys told a joke and we were laughing when you, when you caught him. Was I the joke? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like they did a really good job of John Ostrander saved this character. Yes, he saved DC because, and they got to verbalize the complaints, the legitimate complaints with what happened. Yeah, yeah, and they put it, and and that's why I'm glad that she's the one that got to say it too. Oh, absolutely! Like she basically, because again, remember the way Killing Joke ends; it literally does end with Joker and Batman laughing. It's not supposed to be in continuity originally pitched because they, why would Batman laugh at the fucking, uh, right. And so like, it's a really well done thing. Cause again, Batman is there at the side and you're like, oh man, you know, this is, this is sad. You know, he's kind of, you know, he's, he's, he's broken up over it, but then Barbara hits him with that. So was, was I, the, was I the joke? Was I the, yeah, you know, cause like you said, um, so let me see, uh, here he goes. She says, do you understand how humiliating, how demeaning that is? My life has no no importance save in relation to you, even as Batgirl. I was perceived as just some weaker version of you. Which This is, again, this is her This is her saying this is Batman, but this is literally Barbara Gordon and, and John Ostrander and them writing Batgirl talking about the rest of the DT ed- editorial board. Because this is literally yeah. what they were doing with Barbara Gordon before. I caught him, Barbara. Oh, yes. I heard about that. I heard how you two stood there laughing over some private joke. Tell me, was it me? Like it? They they hit it. They they nailed it because because up until this point, they had just made a uh, Barbara Gordon um, Batgirl some weaker version of him. And it's at this point that the mantle of Batgirl, a uh, Barbara Gordon, and everybody else they get treated a lot better from this point on. You know, um, and uh, throughout the rest of this, you get you get um. You uh, you see Oracle wanting to, uh, to 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 get herself off the you know to, to, to help. She figured out she's gonna she's gonna uh, get into hacking. She learns uh, stick fighting. Uh, she meets. Did they ever reveal who taught her? Cause I know, like she. Put, I imagine it was Dick. So that's what I thought too. So, cause, cause in, 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 in the, in the, um, the thing, she puts out a, a request for somebody to help teach her how to, um, cause she's going up against some, uh, 
some metahuman who can uh, who is like blackmailing people through the computers, and she ends up um, the person ends up finding her and dumps her in the street, right? And uh, like Barbara's like she feels so helpless because again this is a this is a woman who was Batgirl. She could defend herself. She doesn't feel like she can defend herself. So she puts out a, a call over the internet. She she got into the dark web and things like that. She put out a call to have somebody like teach her how to defend herself. And um, it shows you her, her going through. And you see at one point you see Batman's actually, you know, sees her call. And next up she meets up with somebody. Uh, he says, uh, he kind of responds to her that, hey, he, you know, not as Batman, but like, yeah, I know somebody. Just be here at this part at this time and he'll talk to you. And it's some homeless guy that she ends up teach that teaches her, and I'm like, okay, but yeah, who is this homeless guy? They never reveal, but yeah, I, I was, assume it was Dick. Yeah, okay, yeah, that that's what I kind of figured too. Um, but um, she learns she learns stick fighting, uh, and and she becomes not now she's not only just a feminist icon, but she's also an icon for uh, the disabled because that's mm-hmm. another really big thing that comes in with her being Oracle and being. In this wheelchair, um, you see her uh, working up herself, and and the character just becomes becomes way more interesting. Uh, they have b- the Birds of Prey, where she um, forms a group with uh, her and uh, Black Canary, and uh, I, I read a lot of uh, um, Volume One stuff. I really liked uh, Issue Number Eight, where it was uh, Dick and Barbara go on a date. Uh, Is that where they uh, with the cover with them in the trapeze? Yes. Yeah, yes, that's a really great ep- issue. Um, there's always been this thing between you know Barbara and, and, and Dick Grayson. You know, even like, they even hinted at it a little bit in the um, <laughs> in the year one when when he kisses her, and she's just like, I can't believe he did that. <laughs> just it's it's so great. You got to have them together. But um, yeah, he teach he um he at that point uh, uh Dick is owning the he owns a, a um a carnival, um a circus actually, and um. He takes her up uh, uh, to uh, you know the high uh, the um um the, the the swing and she's like I can't do this like come on I know you can you know you haven't learned you haven't forgotten to do this and they they their, their date is it's done really really well but you also see that um she's still kind of you know retreating into herself and that um she's not the same Barbara she was before and that she has to stand on her own so it's it's done really 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 well. Um, and I really enjoyed that stuff. And um, what about you? What other stuff? Come, I'll get, we'll get into. I know going up into the Gail Simone stuff. Was there anything before that as well? No, I think you touched on a lot of it. I loved the first reveal of Oracle and Ostrander's run. Mm-hmm. And you're right; she became Barbara Gordon went from being a famous icon to where uh, Yvonne Craig was able to go on television and fight for and, and give a do a commercial for equal pay in the '60s. Yeah. And then she, like he said, she became an icon for the disabled community. Like you had, I would, you go to cons, you see cosplayers as Oracle, man. Yeah. It was like, really neat. Like representation matters. This was the first disabled person who was put in a, a not in a victim role. And, and that's one of the things I love about Oracle. She was never the victim. No. She was never, aside from that, uh, and, you know, she got off her chest and talked about DC editorial and that speech to Batman. But beyond that, it was never wallowing. It was, it was always like, what can I do now? I can't help the way I helped. And then you watch Oracle become not just Batman's help, but she becomes the the internet for the superhero community. She becomes the organizational factor. The JLA call her for advice. Yeah. Yeah, she becomes... She becomes the heaviest of hitters. Yeah, she really does. I mean, she literally 
becomes, like you said, tech support and 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 not just tech support. She becomes like the the the, the as 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 was said in uh uh <laughs> in Spider Man Homecoming, the person in the chair, the guy in the chair, the girl in the chair. Yeah, she's the guy in the chair. She's literally. the guy in the chair. She literally is. Um, and it's great. But that's that's again going back to the Birds of Prey stuff. Like I really loved uh seeing and, and again. The character becomes so much more when she's she's still remembered as Batgirl, but as as Oracle, she becomes so much more. And her friendship and team up with um uh uh with uh, Black Canary is just so great, you know. Uh, and what I loved about like reading some of that stuff is, uh, I think especially in the Birds of Prey Volume Two stuff, they seem to really hint at um the 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 Year One thing being continuity. Oh, I think it's been so the continuity issues with your one have been kind of wonky at best. I think, in my opinion, it's it's been placed in continuity because it allowed. Okay, let's just go through it really quickly. Some some points here. They specifically changed Barbara's age and height. Um, They said she was five eleven and twenty one in Silver Age, and clearly in year one she's eighteen years old, graduated college early, and rejected for being too short. they, they make it so that Batman is no longer her idol, which which just plays with their relationship going forward. The Black Black Canary being an inspiration explains why the Black Birds of Prey happened the way it did. Um, let's see. Well, there's a moment. There's a moment. There's a moment at one point, and I think in the volume two stuff where uh, Donna even says her, it's like, "Yeah, you're the girl that broke into the fucking JSA to give me to, to give." I think they're talking about Stephanie yeah. at one point. So like, yeah, you broke into the JSA to give me a note. So you really can't say anything else to other people. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, it's, it, I think you're right. I think this is one of the times when they saw that something they commissioned was actually a lot better than what they had, and just right. rolled those those better plot points. And plus, I like it because it deages Babs and makes her be. A, a, a compatriot of Robin. Exactly. You know, and it and, gives her a generational thing to tie in with like Robin and, and, and Wally and all that, that entire generation of heroes. She becomes retroactively one of them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, the, um, the birds of prey stuff is, I, I thought was really, really great. Um, Gail Simone's uh, infamous run is from 56 to 90 and the 92 to 100 and uh, in, in birds of prey ver- version one. Uh, I did. The, I read the um, the dark, dark and the dawn uh, stuff before uh, uh, earlier today, and just going through some of the stuff. Like I really love the way Gail puts um, uh, the women together. Like it's just like it's still Such fun. It, it, yeah, she, it's, it's just it, it feels natural. Not and it's not to say the stuff before wasn't particularly bad or anything. It's, it's not. But like you can tell when you get a woman writing this stuff, and it's. It 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 the, the conversations feel way more natural and um I like it. like I think in the beginning of her run I think in fifty six see the issue fifty six or fifty seven there's a comment about how at one point I think Donna asked her it's like hey maybe we should call Huntress and and and, and Barbara's like I don't like her and she's like why is it because he slept with is she because he slept with Dick she's like that was before that was a long time before and it was like once and no that's not it I just don't like her right and then like two issues later. Huntress is being asked to be a part of the Bird of Prey, <laughs> and so yeah. um, it's 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 really great how they how they did that. And I, I love how they 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 pulled together, and and again they show you the differences between each of the each of the uh, the characters in their interaction. And I love how all of them kind of look at Batman like, yeah, you're kind of a dick and an asshole, 
You know, it's never, they're not looking at Batman like, oh, you're doing this to be like me, which is, and I love that they, ever since the Barbara thing with uh, the killing joke and then bring her back as Oracle, they make a point of that known. Like, that's the one thing that separates the Batgirls from the Robins. Um, like, all the Batgirls, just about all the Batgirls who get, the exception of probably Cassandra, which is a little bit different. Like, she's actually more Robin than Batgirl when you think about it. Um, yeah. But with the exception of, of her, all the other Batgirls, they are not Robin. They're, they're, they are trying to not live up and be like Batman for the most part. They're trying to have their own thing. Like, even when you get to, we get later on to Stephanie Brown, Stephanie's not trying to be Robin. Like, at one point she does, but, like, even when she's like, I'm going to do it anyway, whether you want me to do it or not. So it's not really about living up to Batman. And, and, that's, and that's the beauty of, of the year one legacy is that the legacy of Batgirl becomes, I want to be Barbara Gordon. Exactly. You know? And... The cast is, you're right, skill-wise, she's more Robin, but she goes to Bob's for approval. Oh, oh, absolutely. And, like, when you, again, we're saving cast for, for the next, the next, uh, the, the next episode, but, like, you know, that, that, that Batgirl run, she's living with, she's living with Barbara. Like, Batman has her with Barbara, you know, and that's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, Barbara becomes his character. Um, in volume, let's see. Volume two of, of Birds of Prey, I think it's issues. I gotta get the issue numbers on it. But I think it was like seven through ten. It's the death of Oracle, is where uh, basically um, Barbara decides that um, uh, I know she's had issues with the calculator. She's had issues with other other characters uh, trying to find out who uh, who Oracle is, and she's like, "I become too out there, so we're gonna kill off Oracle. I'm still gonna be around uh, and still run the support that I need to, but only a handful of people." They basically kind of reset it Oracle so that only a handful of people know she exists. She's still going to help people, but only like, I think the list was like 13 people. Uh, and not even all of the Batman family. Like, she didn't have Cassandra uh, know. And Batman even asked, like, you're not even going to tell Cassandra? It's like, she's got other things going on there. It's not important for her to know right now. You know? And so they basically kill her off. She moves into the cord, uh, a, a new, um, a new, uh, a new, uh, moves out of the clock tower, moves into a new uh, uh, headquarters. I think it's a cord, a cord industries tower. And that's set up even better than the last one was. And um, she's set up from there. So, and so the Gail Simone stuff, and I think Gail Simone ran, uh, wrote all of Birds of Prey volume two, right? I think she did. Yeah. I think she did. And that one's a, that's a shorter run. But again, the Gail stuff is all good. I mean, it's, it, it just got, it has humor in it. It really nails the character. I think at one point in, um, the later issues of uh, of Birds of Prey in that run, she gets overtaken by Brainiac, um, and uh, there. But yeah, it's it's just really really good. It's great seeing her interact with the other female characters, and like you said, everybody comes to kind of Barbara, and then also her her relationship with with uh, Dick Grayson, which I think you see more of that too when when other Batgirls come in, uh, and and you have the the the. It's a really interesting time when when Dick takes over as Batman. Yeah. So that becomes an interesting time as well. Um, and then I think Batgirl volume four is when she basically gets used to her legs back and they bring her back as, as, as Batgirl. So new 52, we all know it's when DC decided that they didn't like the continuity, so they changed it without any real explanation. And they decide to put Babs back in the cowl. Mind you, this happened in 2011. She hasn't worn the mask since 88, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And the way they did it was they said that she was crippled for three years, but an experimental procedure had given her the use of her legs back. Now, in a universe with magic rings and speed forces and Kryptonians and Star Labs and Cyborg and Beast Boy and Magicians and fucking Batman, does it make sense for Barbara to walk again? Yes. But what Oracle meant to the world, was it worth it? Christy, what do you think? Uh, no. No, because at this point you have, by the time you get um, this back, you, you Barbara Gordon uh, is Oracle. You know, she's been almost, she's been Oracle. Cause, I mean, we'll say she's been Oracle longer than she's been Batgirl. But the most significant stories with back with Barbara Gordon. She's mattered more as Oracle. She's mattered more as Oracle. And you have more significant characters as Batgirl. You know? You have you've had Cassandra, you've had Stephanie Gordon, uh Stephanie Brown. Like you've had a, you could have brought another girl in, to be perfectly honest. You could have done anything else and, and passed awesome, on. Uh, futures end issue where uh Lucius Fox's daughter is, is a Batgirl. Yeah, there. So you can you can you can do all that. Um I I don't think it was worth it. Like I said, I I you know, and I think uh, Gail Simone at one point wrote something about this about how like she struggled with it. She she said I she had been fighting long a long time to make sure they didn't bring her back for a long time, and she eventually gave in because she was like she was getting you had you had arguments on both sides, right? You had the people who at some point were like, hey, listen, at some point what they did to her, she she, she never should have been crippled to begin with, right? They should never have crippled her to begin with. And the way they did it was bad. But then the other side is like she's mattered so much more, and again, they made her not a helpless character. You know, they they nailed Barbara Gordon in that chair. Like the great thing about her, her when she was in the chair was like one thing you, is uh, one of the small subtle things you didn't. Her chair never had handles. Her wheelchair never had handles. Never had handles because she never wanted anybody pushing her. She would do it all herself. Right. Like hundred percent. This was this was a self reliant character. And so to bring her back and give her use of her legs back again, it, again, it's not saying it was bad, but it's just one of the decisions like you probably shouldn't have done it because you didn't need to, you know, you had enough, you had another, enough other characters out there uh, and, 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 and Batgirl became so much more that you did need to bring Barbara back and do it that way. So yeah, I'm over the fan of they, they should have left her as Oracle. Yeah, I am too. I, I and the thing is, if they're going to do it, it sounds like it was an editorial decision to turn quote unquote characters into the most classic forms. Which honestly, tell me your favorite Batgirl story from Babs' first run. I'll wait. Um, that doesn't involve her crippled. Um, but if they're going to do it, and it sounded like they were pretty dead set on it, I'm glad they got Gail to do it. I didn't love the. I mean, part of it. it and I'll be honest. My opinion of the book was colored by the erasure of Oracle. Mm-hmm. And I probably didn't give that book the fairest shake. I'll be the first to say it. Um, the what? The volume four? Yeah, I'll be honest. I mean, I probably didn't give it the best the best shot. I I liked when the um not when when Gale was forced with the book and they moved to the Batgirl of Burnside and they changed the new the new look. I, I I enjoyed that. It felt like they were trying to hand wave away the crippling in the history and, and try to give us just a new fresh Barbara Gordon background. I think that that was maybe an easier way to handle it because it felt like the pall of the crippling was always hanging over Gail Simone's 
uh, that latest run. Right. 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 And so I like the quote unquote Batgirl Burnside. Um, I like some of the new stuff there, but yeah, we'll have to see where the character goes. I do want to talk about one other depiction of Barbara, uh, Barbara Gordon uh, outside media. She's been in a bunch of other series. And anytime you see Batgirl in popular culture, it's generally going to be Babs. One of my favorite episodes of the animated series is um, Over the Edge. Have you seen this, this episode? I think so. It's been a while, though. Okay, so in the episode, Batgirl, Batman, and Robin are fighting Scarecrow. And he sprays her with fear gas, and she gets thrown off a building and slams onto uh, Commissioner Gordon's police car and dies in his arms, revealing herself to be Barbara. Commissioner Gordon then goes to a room and unveils everything, figures out who Batman is, and they raid the manor. They arrest Alfred as Batman and Robin escape in the Batboat, only to be chased by cop by a policeman. The policemen are then called off because Nightwing shows up on a speedboat, shows up on a um, jet ski, and drives him off, takes him to his lair so they can recruit. They discover that Gordon knows it all, and he's infuriated that his daughter was killed. And... and Batman's identity is out in the public and villains are coming forward and saying they want remuneration for the beatings they suffered at the hands of Batman. And Batman casts out Robin and says, don't look, for, don't come back. And Nightwing gets captured. And then it's just Bruce on the run. But then Jim Gordon gets fired because how could he not know his own daughter was a vigilante? <laughs> so Gordon reaches out to Bane to bring down Batman. It ends with a fight between Bane Batman and Commissioner Gordon on top of a Gotham rooftop. Bane throws, ends up throwing the bat signal at Gordon and Batman knocking him off the roof. And then Barbara wakes up because it's all been a fear gas induced dream. <laughs> it's it's one of the clearer depictions as to why Barbara's different from a Robin, man. Because she right. chose it one. And two, she's got more strings. At the end of the episode, she tries to go home and tries to tell her father that she's Batgirl. She says, I got something to tell you, Dad. He says, whatever you got to tell me, it doesn't matter. I love you no matter what. I trust you no matter what. And whatever decision you've made in your life, you're old, you're old enough woman not to need my approval. <laughs> and it's just, it's my, it's one of my favorite half hours of television because it's, it, you get to see the impact of what she's actually risking every night. Right. Dick Grayson dies, private funeral, probably a morning at Haley Circus, wherever the circus is, and life goes on. Jason Todd dies, and literally no one gives a shit. Right. That is always weird to me. Right. Well, no. no so, like, hey, you have a son last week? So, wait, wait. So, that was a funny thing. So, because when I was doing the, you know, when we get to Cassandra, I was reading the Cassandra stuff. So, there was a lot of the Gotham uh, night stuff I was reading. And that's the one time where there was like a social worker that came up that was asking questions about Jason Todd's death. And I was just like, oh, wait, oh, thank God. Somebody did, somebody did care. Look at this. Somebody's checking on this, this adopt, he's adopting children that keep vanishing or, or appearing with bruises. Like, right. Adopt, like, DCS should be all over Bruce Wayne. No, the funny thing about that one is, again, we'll get to Cassandra later, but at one point, Bruce answers the door and they had been out like, I guess, beating up criminals. So they answer the door. So Bruce doesn't have his shirt on, right? And then Cassandra shows up and hands him, like, a, he's like black coffee, right? And she's, like, in, like, she's in, like, one of his shirts. And the dude is sitting there going, Mr. Wayne, you are a sick man. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, God. It, it, that looks way worse than it does. Because it's not, like, it's definitely not that kind of relationship. Because at one later on, later on, the guy goes, he's like, so what is your, he's asking Cassandra, he's like, so what's your relationship with Mr. Wayne? 
Oh no, he just helps me. You guys, he just helps you. How does he help you? It's just, it's, it is, it is, it's not supposed to be funny, but it's absolutely fucking hilarious because it's like, it's yeah, um, yeah, why is nobody asking what this man, this rich man is doing with all these young kids? <laughs> so, yeah. Fair question. Yeah, fair question. Definitely a fair question. So, fair question. um, uh, yeah. You want to talk about Steph? Uh, yeah, let's go into Steph. So, uh, Stephanie Brown uh, starts off as spoiler. She is um, what was her first appearance? Oh, hold on, I just closed my notes. First appearance was Detective uh, Comics. Detective Comics six forty seven. Yeah, six forty seven. Sorry, she's at the bottom of my list. Here we go. Six forty seven, six forty nine. Uh, she is um, the uh, daughter of a uh, clue master, a uh, a villain, and she becomes spoiled. Uh, the the, the uh, vigilante spoiler to kind of spoil her father's plans um she ends up forming a relationship with tim drake and um yeah so the again like with barbara a lot of the stuff with her starts with her like she doesn't become batgirl until she's gone through she literally dies and comes back and then she becomes batgirl like her she she goes through hell she literally goes through hell like she's she's the opposite of barbara gordon where barbara starts off as batgirl and then becomes something else um, Stephanie Brown starts off as spoiler and then goes through, like when I say she goes through hell, she at some point um, she forms a relationship with Tim Drake, but she ends up pregnant by a former boyfriend, so she has a child. Uh, I guess, this is the stuff they did. I guess it was what like early two thousand, so they were going through the whole teenage problem angle with characters. So they oh, gave her like ninety. That was like ninety seven. Was it ninety? So it was like late nineties. I couldn't remember where when it was. So. Yeah. Late 90s, so she gets... And that, and that makes sense. That fits that time period. Uh, she ends up having the baby, but they give it up for adoption. Um, it's just like, there's a lot... Like We were talking about this before. She's literally, like to me, like the Jason Todd out of the Batgirls. Because she's just... She's probably not... She probably never should have been involved in any of this shit. Um, well, that, but and she, that's one of the reasons I really enjoy her characters. Because you're right, she shouldn't have been involved. Kids shouldn't wear capes. But she saw her dad about to do some shit during Night Quest. I mean, right. The rest of the city's worried about Bane in this pseudo Batman. And she said, I had to stop it. And she, like Tim, is driven not by a sense of overwhelming uh, horror or, 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 or guilt. It's just a need to do good. And I also love that at every turn, literally everyone she meets is like, you shouldn't do this, go away. Yeah. What do you mean? You're not talented, you're bad at this, go away. And it becomes when you read this the background one, which I'm gonna gush over later, her it becomes a defining characteristic of that she literally just doesn't she's too stupid to quit. And <laughs> she's just tenacious as all hell. And and that's kind of like what makes her such a great figure. She's not as smart, she's damn near not as smart as Tim or Babs. She's not a naturally fighter like uh, Jason or Dick, but she just wants it. Yeah. Like and, and that's the thing that I guess that, that gets me about this character and why I, I think she she does eventually work for me as a character. It's just she, and, and this is the thing that kind of um, that Batman sees with her as well is this is a, she's not going to stop. You're she's right. not. She's not going to stop. She's determined. Yeah, and and it comes out she's not as um, she's not as talented as you know any of them. She's not. She's just. She's no. honestly. She's not good at it. <laughs> she's not good at she becomes, it. She, she but she becomes. Become but she becomes good, right? And that's the thing. She's not good at it when she starts, but she becomes good at it. Um, and and seeing this, um, her character 
formerly was with other things. Like it was great seeing her as a um um paired up with like a character like the the current when she was spoiler the current background of that time was cast. And so when, when we'll get into cast next episode, but like just just know uh she is probably the best fighter in the bat group, all right? So there is a couple oh, of scenes. Cast is the best fighter. Yeah. Uh, so uh there is a couple of the uh the back girl uh, issues where she teams up with uh let me see there's um cuz some of the, the the stuff I read for for Stephanie were actually reading some of the the first uh first volume of Batgirl which again this goes to tell you uh, uh, going back to uh, Barbara real quick this should tell you a lot that the first Batgirl series ever done wasn't Barbara. Volume 1 of Batgirl is it's fucking cast. Right, she never had her own book. Never had her own fucking book. So I mean, go again goes into part of the problem with how they did, you know, Barbara. Just like kind of treat her like shit. And I think that's part of the new futurisms of Barbara is that they never felt like they did her right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was a big missed opportunity for them, and as opposed to doing things <clears throat> in a logical manner, they decided to try to fix it all at once. Yeah. So. uh but yeah, they're, they're, I love seeing having um, spoiler and uh, Stephanie Brown as spoiler with um, with, with Cass because again, sometimes you know Cass can't uh, isn't able to talk in some of these issues and having her like there's one one issue of Batgirl where uh, I think um, spoiler wants to be trained but nobody will train her right. Uh, right. Batman is like, hey, you, she's not part of the family. You can't train her and stuff like that. So she comes in and she's like training with like, she comes, it's like, come on, let's train. And <laughs> it's just like, she goes to the cat. She's like, Cass, what are you doing? She's like, I'm training. Like you're, you, you, you're not good at this. You can't fight. She's like, come on, I'll learn. And literally it's like, uh, <laughs> it's spoiler getting her ass kicked in training by, uh, <laughs> by, by Cass. But at the end, she kind of, she kind of smiled at the girl every day. Stephanie would show up and get her ass kicked by Cass to kind of learn. Like she has this determination, like that determination of Stephanie Brown is her defined character, you know? And it's the thing that makes it so that, Oh, she's not going to stop. So you might as well keep trying to train her. You might as well keep it going because that's just what she is. So what what are you going to do? You know, you're going to say her no. So, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's really, 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 really great. Um, there. So, what's some other uh, stuff with, with Cass? Um, or Steph? I'm a Steph. Sorry. So, there was the detective comment when she first comes yeah, in. Um, the... Go ahead. Good. No, go ahead. I was just saying that, that uh, you're right. Look, at every turn, she's told not to do it. They they use her a lot for the uh, very special teen up teen issues. There's a, a a school shooting, and then she helps Robin track down the guy who. Sh- Shot that uh, shot her friend. They were in over their heads against a, a arm sealer, and Batman saves them both and tells Steph to go home. She's ruining things. Uh, <laughs> Tim and spoiler, like you said, they fall in love. They they have this on and off again relationship. But also, Tim never tells her his real name. Right? Yeah. He goes by an, a cover identity, Alvin Draper. <laughs> Takes her to, to Lamaze classes. He's really there for her, and he walks her through adopting, having the job up for adoption. And then when, and you remember this is all happening in Tim's book because as we're talking about Steph, he's realized at this point she's just a supporting character in Tim's book because Tim at one point gets moved to boarding school 
and then she realized that he doesn't actually doesn't actually know his name. Right. <laughs> and because their relationship is, is confined to masks, it's it's extra fraught. Right. She he moves away, she's back at patrol, he runs into her, but she assumes he's cheating on her or something. Like it's yeah. it's a whole thing. And then Tim's dad dies. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, so before that. Tim, before Tim's dad, Tim's dad feels out that he's, he's Robin, and he quits. Mm-hmm. So Batman approaches Steph and says, I want to train you. Actually, no. So what happens is, I've read that stuff. Batman doesn't approach her. She breaks into, oh, the, right. she breaks into the Batcave <laughs> to yep. get the costume. And, and, and this is where... Like, because the alarm goes off in the cave, and 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 Bruce goes down. He's like, "All right, fuck it. All right, all right. Listen, listen, Robin. She's like, you called me Robin. Is like, yes, I called you Robin. We're gonna we're gonna do this. And and Alfred is like, what are you doing? This is another Jason Todd. No. Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry. I was going before that. So even okay. before this, mm-hmm. she gets the training from Batman and the Birds of Prey. Yes. Okay. They finally get a trainer. They train her for a while, and then more and more they stop training her. They think she's just not cut out for it. Mm-hmm. Then her dad dies, and uh, she's t- she's told that he dies on suicide in the Suicide Squad. And you gotta remember that at this point, when Batman offered to train her the first time, he told her Tim's identity. Yeah, and it drives the wedge between Tim and Batman for a while. But she eventually cuts off Tim after Clue Master dies and tries to just fight her way through it. She gets. The- the help she needs, whatever she moves past it, and then what you're saying happens, happens. Yeah, and um, Tim hands up the cake, and Stephanie, yeah, yeah, broke in, broke in, and and Alfred's just like, don't do this. It's not a good. Idea. She's like, I'm not gonna be able to stop her. And this is, happens during, um, I think, uh, so th- this is a, a part of the miniseries for uh, I think War was it War Games? I think is the yeah, the. The arc, and so this is during the the prequel, which is like War Drums, which leads into this. And she's basically Robin for what, maybe sixty, maybe three months. <laughs> it's not long. Yeah, but she, I mean, she goes on a couple Teen Titans adventures. They fully integrate her as Robin, which is why I think it's important that we always recognize Stephanie Brown's Robin for. She was the fourth person to wear the mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's been largely erased. But yeah. She was a Robin. She was. Um. And and um. At one point. Um. Like, you know, Batman's training her. He's going through the, you know, the, you, you're basically seeing Batman training another Robin uh, who isn't that skilled, but is learning. But he tells her, like, listen, that first time he was like, the first time you disobey me is over and done with. Um, and she does. There, there's a there's a mission they're on. He tells her to stay back. She goes down anyway. Uh, and when they get back to the Batcave, he's like, you're fired. You're, you're not Robin anymore. You're done. Yo, but she, she does save his life. She does. Yeah, she does. Um, but, uh, Batman being Batman says you're done. And, uh, what happens is she then goes on and, and steals one of his long-term plans for dealing with, uh, Gotham's criminal underworld. And, but she doesn't understand. <laughs> she doesn't really understand how it works. Cause again, you can't just steal Batman's plans. And- you can't just steal Batman's plans. These things depend on that things. Lots of dominoes, lots of, but she never got the full training and, he later admits that part of her training, him training her, was to force him to put the mask back on. Right. It was like straight up manipulate. Like people want to blame Steph, and they do, and they try. And I don't do as much in the books, but I know a lot of fans stupidly were like, "Stephanie Brown is the reason all this happened." 
First of all, Batman's plan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The it's, important part of the story this is Batman's plan. Maybe it wasn't set up the way he wanted it to be, but it was still enactable and still savable, except for some of the major miscalculations he makes during the uh, the execution of the plan. Right. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it 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 quickly um it quickly spins out of control, and at one point she's captured by Black Black Mass and she's tortured to get information about Batman. You know what? I read this last night. Mm-hmm. And I, I meant to bring this up. I think it's hilarious. Huh? Hilarious. That the entire linchpin of the plan is a mobster she doesn't know named Matches Malone, which is Bruce Wayne's undercover <laughs> name when he's working um, in the crime families. Yes. She doesn't know that Matches Malone is Batman. She's like waiting for Matches to show up. She has no <laughs> idea it's Batman. Give <laughs> him from the start. Yo, and, and that's the thing. It's like it's it's like wait a minute. Um, your 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 Batman plan because the thing like she she doesn't understand is that anytime, no matter what the experiment, no matter what the plan is, Batman if it's Batman's plan, it's always contained. He's putting himself, and he's gonna put himself at the center. Right. It's at it's it it it. Let you fuck it up. Right, like he, you can't expect it to be just him in the background. And it's a very intricate plan. Like it's, it it goes in the idea that Stephanie. It's a pretty thought, good plan too. And it's a pretty good plan. <laughs> like at some point, <laughs> like, at some point, we might have to do a comic kind of book club on like war games because it's it's like it goes into a lot. Like I skimmed yeah. through a lot of it just because I wanted to get the Stephanie Brown stuff, but like there's a lot going on here. Like there's and then, and then what it was great is seeing. Batman, when he finally realizes, it's like, oh, wait, I know what's going on. Oh, my God. This is my plan. What do you mean? Here's what's happening next. Here's where you need to go. Yeah. And so that's how you know it's not a good plan because he had it all figured out that he kind of, once he he knows what's going on, he knows what needs to happen. You know? And uh, it's like, yeah, it's a pretty good fucking plan. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, man. And so... uh, Black Mask captures Stephanie as spoiler because at this point she's going in around a spoiler and she is tortured by him to get information about Batman's plan and um, she escapes makes her way to the hospital to Leslie uh, Tom- Tompkins uh, but there she supposedly dies in the hospital with Batman beside her you know and this is one of the moments when a poor writing decides to ruin a character forever mm-hmm. because it's later retconned that Leslie Tompkins let Stephanie die to teach Bruce a lesson, and 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 then somebody comes back later on and fixes that. But like, yeah, but that's that. that's no. the that, that's the thing that I didn't like about the whole thing because Leslie would never do that. Like that's not something Leslie would do, especially when you've seen the. Because that's the other thing too throughout this entire run when you're reading um, a lot of background. I didn't realize Leslie would pop up as much as she does. Right. Like Leslie pops up a lot in the Batgirl stuff. It really, it really cements the idea that Batman had this large family. And the end of War Games spoilers ends with Oracle leaving him. Like he ends up very alone after War Games. Right, right. Because they blame him for spoiler dialing, rightfully. Right. Mm-hmm. Oracle leaves. Uh, Leslie leaves the country, and her and Batman have this, and Bruce have this, this falling out. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it kind of. It, it, it sucks. Like I think, I think the lead up to the war games and what they did is really good. But like the the what they did with Stephanie um, and, and Leslie at the end of that kind of kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth about what they how they did it. Um, yeah. But um, she uh, then is part of. Well, you later find out that she didn't die. 
Um, and so what they do is they say that Leslie faked her death. Um, and because uh, there's also a lot of a, a lot of um, people who had problems because they never uh, Batman never erected a, a Robin memorial to her in the Batcave because uh, she's yeah. Robin that died. You know, uh, and while she didn't die as a Robin, it's she still the death died. Death of a Robin. It's the death of a Robin, which kind of goes again goes into the Jason Todd thing, the connections with her, and you know, only Robin that die. Yeah. I've only seen the Todd stuff, so you pointed out some more. I'm, I'm, I understand that now. Yeah. I mean, it's it just from from the idea of her, even her going all overboard with someone like not being tra- fully trained, and 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 she's another. If you think about, it, she's another one of Batman's mistakes. You know, she yeah. wasn't ready. She, uh, you know, he was using her for one aspect of another, and she she wasn't ready for this. This is this, again just like uh, Jason Todd was Batman needing a Robin after Dick left. Uh, this is Batman needing a Robin after Tim left, and he kind of really wants he wants Tim back. Uh, just like he wanted Dick back, but he's got to settle with his other Robin. He never really fully commits to, and it goes horribly. She's another. This, she's this is on this is on Bruce. This is on Batman. This is his mistake. He fucked up here. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, so they they find out that she didn't die, and and she's been working with Leslie. Uh, I, th- I can't I can't remember where they they were, um, in there. But they bring her back. She comes back as they were in Africa. They were in Africa. There, there we go. I couldn't figure out where it was. Uh, they were at, and so yeah. that's where they have her at. Um, let's see, I guess. I mean, again, they have her around as a spoiler for a lot of this stuff. She comes back in filling seats in here and there, but it's not until I guess Batgirl Volume Three that she puts the the Batgirl costume on. Because what basically what it is is after Bruce dies, uh, Cass uh, becomes just you know she just comes just. She gets come disillusioned, and she gives up being Batgirl. She gives the Batgirl costume to Steph, and um, Cass goes. Uh, she goes overseas, and she becomes, I think, Black. I can't remember Black what. Bat. Black Bat, and she's overseas working. They in kind of leave her limbo for a really long time. She actually. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of this is this one? No, this is after. Yeah, because they made her evil for a while. They brought her back as Batgirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just cleaner to cut ties with Cassandra than to try to reclaim her. And so you're right. Those opening issues, she's wearing Cass's old suit and fighting villains and fighting thugs because Cass set him out. Yeah, yeah. Cass says, I'm, I'm done and goes away. And so uh, Steph decides. Because again, that's a good thing about it. We talk about a lot of the stuff with her and and Dick. Uh, this is the but this is a she has a really good relationship with her and Cass. Like her and Bat, or spoiler yeah. and Batgirl work out really, really well together, uh, and there's a friendship there. And so Cass gives it up, and so Stephanie steps in. And uh, what I love about it is it's not. Eventually, Dick as Batman comes in and says something, but the original person telling Stephanie she can't do this is Barbara. Mm-hmm. Is Barbara going? Uh, you just you died. You almost died. You came and back. I love that first arc of that book because it's it's them it's Steph largely uncovering a drug called Thrill it's being made by Black Mask and Scarecrow and it plays on your it removes your fears mm-hmm. and I thought that it was really some would say heavy handed but I love I love the writing um, because it showed that Babs had to get over the fear of someone almost replacing her and Steph had to get over the fear of the suit and it ends with uh, Barbara handing her a new suit as opposed to wearing Cassandra's old tired one and truly making the, the title Batgirl or up. 
Yeah, what 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 I love what they did is, and, and this is a, why we tied Stephanie Brown because even though Cass is technically the next one, uh, or actually technically it's Helena, then it's Cass, and then it's Stephanie Brown. The reason why you <laughs> right, you, the, the reason why he I, I we decided to do Stephanie Brown and 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 Barbara together because to me at this point once Barbara becomes Oracle, she really becomes if you think about it the Batman of the Batgirls. Like yep. it goes through her. She ends up the one working with Cass. She uh is the one that trains and, and works with and gets Stephanie and, and, and goes to bat for Stephanie Brown. Because when when um Dick shows up as Batman, he basically tells he tells Barbara's like, uh yeah, you should shut this down. You should shut like she, yeah, he's like this is ridiculous. Yeah, this <laughs> this is stupid. She's is not ridiculous. she's not good at this. She can't do this. But then it, you get some great things. And remember it when Dick is is Batman, that makes Robin. Damien. <laughs> so you get Damien no. and and Stephanie. Damien is an asshole. <laughs> Such an asshole. I hate Damien. <laughs> Yo, this shit, this little monster says to Stephanie Brown sometimes. <laughs> like, why are you so mean? Why do you Patrick Costi? What the fuck? <laughs> He calls her fat girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's bad. Let's see. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let me see. Here goes one. How can you? Uh, how how can you gallivant around the town with your hair out like that? It's not only a tactical error, but leaves yourself wide open to having your identity revealed. You don't tuck your hair now, do you? Neither the Nightwing, yes, but or Tim, well, or Superman, Wonder Woman, Kid Flash. You need me to keep going because I can pull out the encyclopedia. Boring conversation, anyway. <laughs> like, like, this is, this is, it's, it's so good, yo. Uh, seeing them together. Like at one point, they show up to r- roulette, and it's, 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 so it's Batman, it's Dick as Batman, Damien as Robin, and then uh, Stephanie Brown as, as Batgirl, and they show up, and then like Robin's like, game over. Don't be lame. Shh, he's learning. <laughs> it's like they're really good together. There's one time when Livewire shows up and is going to shock uh, Stephanie Brown, but she's in the new costume that um, uh, Barbara gave her. And the, costume, the new costume is kind of cool because it kind of takes in some of the purple that was in her spoiler costume and puts it into her costume. Uh, but she also uh, insulated it. <laughs> so she's like, lightning! And it's like three panels of her trying to shock Stephanie Brown. And then Stephanie realizing that she's not actually being shocked. Guess it's who's insulated there, huh? Apparently, every every nice adventure, a new, every nice a new adventure, you know. You gonna punch me now? <laughs> like, it's it's really good. Like that volume three of Batgirl is really really good. It's so strong. It's it's really, it's, well it's really strong, and it gives you that. And and again, you see it like there's that one I- I- image of her, um, like uh, coming. She's in Cass's old, still in Cass's old costume, and she's staring down uh the the scarecrow, which is another thing I like about. We should talk about just going with Batgirl. The thing that I really love they did, especially after Batgirl uh, year one, is really making it hit home that even the villains don't respect Batgirl, right? You know, until she starts kicking their ass. It's like, oh, oh, it's the Bat. We got to, oh, oh, it's just, it's Batgirl. Oh, okay, whatever, you know? And yeah, and I love the, the, uh, the, was the, the battering man makers thing they had? Mm hmm. Yeah. Where like the goop and electricity and like shit like that. Like, I, there are little things that they added to her run that, and like the, eventually Barbara moves on to something else and they replace her um, with uh, Proxy or uh, Calculator's daughter, mm-hmm. which I was really happy they were able to save that character from what they did to her and what, excuse me, what your boy and them did to her 
in uh, New 52? In 52? Oh, what are you talking about? Who? who, who, who? He was one of the uh, four horsemen of the uh, of Karak that made Black Adam do what he did. Oh, you know, hey, you know, Black Adam, you know, he's, kinda, <laughs> you know. He's, anyway, he's... Wendy ends up being proxy, and you get to watch. It's, it's it's interesting because like even the crossovers with Red Robin, like she gets involved in some pretty heavy shit. She like I said, she fought Scarecrow at the at the gate. She ends up working with Supergirl very early on. She uh, helps Robin or Red Robin, excuse me, deal with the Rayshad Ghoul situation. Mm-hmm. And I love, I don't know if you got to read the end of this run. No, I didn't get that far yet. But it's, so the last issue is she gets tagged by some hallucinogen. And she starts imagining what the future could be. And you get to see all these, because they knew that 52 was coming and that they were stopping all these books in the middle of their stories. But the writer was able to just tell one last story about Steph and about possibility and sticking with it and her dreams about the future. And it's just really well done and a really good button for this version of the character before they uh, uh, rebooted her into nothing. New 52. Which is nothing, right? They didn't do anything with her New 52, did they? Oh, she's she's back. Well, I mean, she's back in Rebirth, but she was she back in... Did they do anything with Stephanie Brown as spoiler or anything like yeah. that in... Okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah, so, I, I, um... So Batman number twenty-eight. She's her first appearance in the backup, and she appears um, largely. She's introduced in the Batman Eternal storyline. It's when they finally brought in Cassandra Kane, and uh, spoiler, and it's it's one of those weekly comics for a year, and it's Clue Master trying to basically take on Batman, and she ends up fighting and getting help from both Batgirl and Cat- Catwoman in that series. She then appears again in Batman and Robin Eternal. And then uh, uh, we finally get uh, New 52. When, when Rebirth happens, she gets fully brought into the Bat family, I guess, ranks as a retconner kind of back almost to pre-New 52 status where she's fastly fighting alongside to, uh, Tim Drake and they're dating. Yeah. And uh, we get her into Detective Comics, which I really enjoyed that run. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah Stephanie has some really really great moments and again we'll bring up more Stephanie when we talk about cast because like I'm looking at some of this, the the cast of is like they became really really good friends like there's that one scene where it's the three she, of them they were the three amigos it was cast him and uh, Steph yeah yeah you know there was a the point where she was ranting about her father and then she you, then she realizes that Cass's father is an assassin <laughs> you know just like it's like wait a minute I'm over here ranting about my father and your father just as shitty as mine <laughs> just like you know so yeah no no I think 70 Brown like it, it, it was great because you get to see what happens when there's somebody unlike everybody else everybody else who was trained for this or, or, or got trained because even though Tim Tim brought in the idea that he was super smart but then he also went I think Batman put him took him away from what a year to train right before he yeah. come back and, and be put him on that in that in that first Robin miniseries, right? He goes on the road, I think, for six months and trains all these different masters, right? Um, well, Stephanie Brown never got any of that stuff, but she just has she has this heart and determination uh, that you know you see and you're like she's not going to give up, so you might as well just keep you know. And I like that in the rebirth they've made her not as smart as Tim because Tim's like a weird super genius, but like closer, right? Yeah, right. And so that's good. So, um, so uh, I guess that's it for our first two uh, Batgirls. We'll come in uh, and finish the rest of the with Cass and um, uh, Kate uh, when we come back in in a couple weeks. So, um, anything else you want to say about this? Because there, there's some really good stuff out here 
for both of these characters. Uh, like I said, I think the strongest stuff for uh, Barbara is definitely her Oracle stuff. Uh, just read all the Gail Simone stuff. That's all. It was all. It's just it's just fun to read Simone's writing and um, stuff like that. And then uh, the Seventy Brown stuff is particularly like the other stuff too. I, I think like I, said, I really want to go in and actually digest and read the War Game stuff because it's it's very complex. Um, but it's really good. but it's I'm really good for you to read that. right. But it's really good. And uh, but then the Volume Three Batgirl stuff is also a really good uh, run. So it's it's kind of it's kind of good. I mean, you, you know, obviously there's going to be people who don't like what they've done with these characters sometimes, and like even us, we have we have our issues. But their individual books, like I said, um, I didn't get. Into, I don't know who's Volume Two. Is the Volume Two more cast stuff? I guess it has to be. It has to be. Yeah, because three is still Stephanie, and four is they bring in Barbara. It's fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but all that stuff was actually pretty good. Like I said, the the cast of the volume one stuff was really, really fucking good. And we'll we'll get into that next time. But um, yeah. Um, you got anything else you want to say about this one? No, I really enjoyed doing the stuff reading, and and I need to go back and give the Babs and the two stuff a chance because I did go in there. I was one of those not like calling for DC's heads, but I was definitely one of those like mm, this feels like a change you shouldn't have made. And rereading some of the Oracle stuff reinforced that theory, but I need to step back, remove those feelings, and really reread it because I love Gail. I love Gail writing Babs, and I know she was able to touch on the trauma and touch on uh, like they gave uh, Barbara uh, uh, a transgender roommate. Like they were able to. Gail's always good at being able to use these books as vehicles to do something that more. And I know she did it in the Batgirl book, but I need to probably go back and read it and be more fair with it. Right, and, and the thing about it, like I said, I think I think I think Gail came out even said that she struggled with the idea of. You know, make they. She was like, I fought the good fight to keep Barbara, you know, uh, as Oracle for the longest I can. But at this point, you know, it was, I, I think it was time to kind of bring him back and try to see what we could do with the character more. And so you're right. Like, I think it was really great. Uh, I, you know, I, I never sat down and really read it either, but I really want to go through it and give it a, a fair shot as well because um, it's Gail Simone, so I know it's probably good. You know, that's the thing about it. It's like if you take out your feelings for it, you know, when you have a good writer, it's probably really good stuff to read. So um, when we do when we do Batgirl, uh, uh, the the part two of this, we'll probably come back in and we'll, we'll we'll see that. I'll probably get through some of that that stuff then as well and bring it up. So, well, there you guys have it, folks. That's uh, Batgirl part one with um, uh, Barbara Gordon and Stephanie Brown. Uh, come back next time. Uh, I don't know if this Batgirl part two will be uh, the next thing that's on the feed. Cause like I said, we're just we're just recording all of this stuff early and then we get it out when it gets out so <laughs> just stay tuned uh there's a lot of new stuff coming out there we're gonna have the thor stuff because thor's got two parts this is gonna have two parts uh we still got a, a batman one we're gonna do uh i'm i'll see when we're gonna do that we might do the batgirl uh, batman ones first or we might do um honestly we might do the summers brothers because i know we're, we're chomping at the bits for uh for some summer summers brothers stuff so um a lot of stuff for us to get into and hit up so uh just let us know um so uh again character corner on itunes stitcher radio google play music or mtr network on youtube let us know and hit us up so till next time we are out of here peace